Support for this life comes from Rocket by Loans and from Capital One. Capital One is reimagining banking by offering accounts with no fees or minimums that can be opened from anywhere in five minutes. Capital One, what's in your Doc delivers pizzas. Not a flashy job, but it's steady. And he can work around his college schedule. He lives in a college town, Ann Arbor, Michigan specifically, so the demand for pizzas is high. Doc delivers to his own campus pretty often. It's a little weird showing up the dorm you lived in your freshman year and saying, Hey, pizza's here. It's kind of anonymous, though. You're almost not a human, just a pizza guy. You ever deliver pizzas to anyone you know that happened to you? Guy from math class? Guy from your old dorm? No, but people I recognize for sure. People where it's like, I've seen them around campus enough that it's like, they must for sure know who I am. But we both play the game of being strangers. Basically as a favor to them, really. Oh? How's that? Well, they're college kids. I'm a college kid. But it's easier to imagine that I'm some townie or screw up or whatever. That there's a like a separation between us some good reason i'm carrying pizzas and they're drunk on a tuesday eating midnight pizzas pretending they don't know they ought to tip stiffing me it's college stuff is that common i guess it must be the cliche of the broke college student scrapes together enough for pizza and no more it's the worst with groups because unless someone is a kind of playing den mother and organizing everything you end up with this weird pile of bills and you count it up and you don't finish counting until you're like already back to the car and then you're like oh great 75 cent tip on six specialty pizzas. Hooray, or yeah, you show up and it's just nothing. Sure. And what do you do then? You just leave, right? Pizzas get thrown out? Staff take them home? Right. Uh, pretty often they'll try to negotiate. Here, just smoke this weed with us. Drink this shitty beer that only college freshmen drink. Or like, oh, leave the pizza and we'll suck your dick. You know, usual stuff. Wait, say that again. Usual stuff. Weed, cheap beer, uh, jello shots. Or, um, oral sex? Oh, yeah. For starters, usually it's like, oh, we'll have a blowjob contest, and now you're the judge, pizza man. Oh, why don't you spank us because we're bad sorority girls who order pizza even though we spent all of our stepdad's money already and we deserve to be punished. This happens often? I'm sick of it, honestly. Like, I came here to work, make money. Look, I've got a girlfriend. I do not need to come back to the apartment smelling like six different Kappa Lambdas, you know. Doc is referring to the sorority Kappa Lambda Iota Tau, often abbreviated on campus to Kappa Lambda, or just the Kappas. Like what if she stops over and I haven't had a chance to scrub off the smell of sex and perfume and lube and everything? It's not easy to explain. Right, so how do you explain? Well, usually when it happens, there's a bit of a fight bit of a confrontation but you know how these things are usually we kind of make that transition it becomes kind of a sexual thing and like we're fucking in the bathroom and then one of her roommates comes over and she just wants to borrow a cup of sugar i'm pretty sure she joins in and my girlfriend is like i probably suck dick better than those sorority sluts right and i'm like yeah totally totally sounds kind of exhausting right totally totally my grades have really suffered just because like i could barely get through a single night of work without it turning into this non-stop festival of sexual depravity. Some nights, honestly, I'm just like, here, take the pizza. And I'm just like, a quick handy or like, I don't know. 
one like super quick round of anal and like I'm often telling these girls look I only have energy to fuck one of you tonight so you're gonna have to take care of your roommate while we do it because I mean I'm only human right does it make you sad sometimes it's kind of dehumanizing I'd think being thought of as pretty much a non-stop fuck machine for lack of a better term yeah yeah it's hard some days is really hard Anything you'd like to say to the pizza ordering public? Just uh, be prepared, I guess. If you're answering the door naked at 8, realize that I've got to deliver pies until midnight at least. So uh, just help me out a little, you know? Doc gave us permission to follow him around on a typical night of delivering pizzas. It's uneventful. Just a lot of quick drop-offs. Doc has some regular customers. Things move pretty quickly with them. He does okay with tips. Seems happy enough. But it's nothing special. I'm honestly starting to wonder if Doc was exaggerating. But then he delivers an order to a customer named Tuesday. Please note, some names have been changed for uh, obvious reasons. Pizza! Pizza guy! Deliver it! Oh, great. That was, like, so fast. I bet it's really hot still. Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway, large ruckus delight. $21. Will that be cash or charge? Oh, uh, neither. I thought I could just... Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? I don't understand. Uh, the last guy who delivered said it was fine if I just... God damn it. Wow. Well, I guess it's not just me who can't go through a single fucking night of delivering pizzas without it turning into some, like, real Playboy Grotto scenario. Okay, just, like, be quick, okay? I've got this radio guy here, and it's awkward. (laughs) What are you saying? Let me just get my phone. Jeez, now you want to film it? Okay, just, I I don't know, just a quick blow drive then, okay? Or, like, how about this? I give you the pizza, and you just, just let me suck your toes for a while, and we'll call it good. What the fuck? Or just, like, one foot even. I'll just worship one of your feet for a while. Your choice. Whichever foot you'd rather have me just... Go to fucking town on, you tell me, and I'll do it, and then you don't have to pay. Um, I already paid on the fucking app. Gross. Oh, shit. For real? Just, like, check your phone or whatever you do and get the fuck out of here. Doc doesn't really seem to know his way around the app, but we get it straightened out. Is this it? I think, right? I mean, it shows the address there and her, and her name, and yeah, looks like she paid. Thank you. Paid and tipped. Like, with money? Yeah, I I don't think there's a way to tip in the app other than money. You can't, like, put in a couple of fee picks? Something nice for daddy? I don't think that's an option. (laughs) Boy, do I feel foolish. Sorry about that. Enjoy your pizza! Wait. Hmm? Okay. Um, you can take a few picks of my feet. No touching. With your shoes on, or...? Well, we'll see how it goes. We decided that this was a good time to leave, Doc. Last order of the night, anyway. But as you can see, pizza delivery really does have a dark, seedy side. Today, we'll be talking about that dark and seedy side, bringing you the story of the hot and saucy pizza girls. Anne thought she was delivering pizzas. New to town, Alabama transplant, Simple job, right? Not so simple after all. All this and more. From KFUC in Los Angeles, this is Randy Chardonnay for Beyond the Beaded Curtain.
Beyond the Beaded Curtain is a critical examination of the history of adult cinema. Like porno movies? Just so we're clear, we're talking about porno movies. <laughs> Folks, this is another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. Each week, we venture into the dirty section of our neighborhood VHS rental store, select something off the wall, rent it, take it home, slide it gently into our VCR, watch it, rewind, because you want to be kind and rewind, return it, and then we discuss the film with you. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Randy Chardonnay. I am Monday Blue. Dr. Randolph Randy Sounder. Uh, this week's movie, Hot and Saucy Spitza spe- Spurls. <laughs> the spossiest spurls you've ever done seen on the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> That's right, folks. Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls. Should we start over? Yeah. Welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. Each week, we step into the dirty section at the back of our neighborhood VHS rental store, select a video from off the wall, rent it, take it home, watch it, carefully rewind it, and then we discuss it with you. I'm one of your hosts. I am Randy Chardonnay. I am Monday Blue. Dr. Randolph Randy Sounder. This week... We watch Hot and Sicy. God! <laughs> Jesus! Fucking Christ! You did Mercury in retrograde. Purpose. Christ died alive on a hill. <laughs> what was you it called? You did that again? on purpose. I did not. No. And Let me see. It's not retrograde anymore. So, mm. so that's all you. Proto grade or whatever. <laughs> yeah, proto grade. It's in proto this grade now. Fucking movie. Yeah. It's called. This friggin' movie is called yeah. Hot and Saucy Pizza <laughs> Girls. It's hard because it's not, you would think it would be hot and spicy pizza girls, but it's hot and saucy pizza girls. Hmm. Would you think that? Like, so you're saying if you were making this film, yeah. um, it's a 1978 movie. If you were making it, you would have gone hot and spicy for pizza? Yes. Like, but what there is are no hot Asians and saucy? Or, <laughs> here, so. or Latinas, I know. Yeah. Or Latinx. <laughs> oh, there was one. Yeah, well, there's a there's, oh, yeah, there was. there's a there's an Asian pizza chef uh, played yeah. by the director, mm-hmm. uh, but um, he's not a pizza girl. I don't think he would self-identify as a pizza girl, despite no. uh, being uh, employed by uh, what's it called, Country Girls Pizza, Pizza, Country Girls mm-hmm. Pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have a synopsis of this film, Monday? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Country Girls Pizza, the only pizza parlor in town with a prostitution ring carefully folded into it like a juicy, hairy, semeny calzone. When clients call in with a carefully coated order, the pies and the sex are delivered by a troop of scantily clad women on skateboards. 
Despite this genius business model, the times have been unkind. After all, San Francisco has always been a chicken town, and the chicken syndicate has been stifling all other food competitors. And then there's the San Francisco night chicken, a mysterious six-foot creature that emerges in the night, lurks in the shadows, follows our vulnerable pizza girls as they make their rounds until it can grab them and rape them. Can Country Jesus. Girls Pizza stop this monster and the chicken syndicate before they get taken under? And who is the creepy man in the sinister black trench coat also stalking the girls with a fucked up mission of his own? Yeah, so um, we should probably just throw it out here um, for all of our like, like content warnings and whatever. Um, yes, this is a movie where um, uh, women talk about having been raped by a six foot tall chicken mm-hmm. um for you chicken fetishists out there none of this action happens on screen it's all off right. camera right. um mm-hmm. so all the this is you know on the one hand all the actual sex in this movie is consensual that we see uh but mm. yeah yeah where there is that mysterious night chicken yeah, but it's okay because classically the chicken is the funniest animal. It, like <laughs> it always slays. You put a chicken in anything, just it somehow is like just fucking funny. Rubber chicken, choking chicken, like it's fucking fine. So just you know, in this in this case, it's it's okay. Sure, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's great, yeah. guys. It's great. Don't worry about it. No, Don't this, worry um, about it. This 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 film is um a little troubling, right? We can say that, right? Probably. They 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 kind of all are so yeah yes yes um, but one of the tr- one thing that's a little troubling specific in this one that we haven't covered before and we just want to you know, talk about for a minute is that this uh, stars uh, the late John Holmes um, and, and an early porn megastar uh, and uh, oof his story. And it's a it's a rough one, and it's I think it's worth like not glossing over and just kind of mm-hmm. getting getting right into it and uh, uh, chatting a little bit about him because it's hard to watch a movie with him in it without like hmm oh that's John Holmes huh oh, that's guy's uh dude trouble. well exactly that I didn't know I never knew what he looked like and I'd never seen his member other than in the in the film Boogie Nights which isn't real. And so, like, when he showed up on film and you finally get to see his dick, I was like, okay, well, then I guess that guy is John Holmes. It's the the legend is true. I have a little bit of a, a, a bio for him. John Holmes, 1944 to 1988. John Holmes was the first man to be a porn megastar with a career that ran from the early 70s into the into the 80s. He has at least 537 credits, although by 1980, his various drug habits were making it hard for him to sustain an erection. So lots of his 80s credits are cameos rather than full-fledged performances. And this movie is 1978. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's more or less, we should presume to him be at more or less the height of his powers. Holmes also worked as an escort available to both men and women and starred in one all-gay feature. 
The reviews on IMDb for The Private Pleasures of John C. Holmes are pretty savage, mostly not because it's gay, but more because it's pretty bad. Uh, by the late 70s, Holmes was making thousands of dollars a day shooting porn. Wasn't enough to support his drug habits, though. So in addition to spending all his porn money on drugs, Holmes also engaged in credit card fraud and petty theft. Movies were often filmed in rented houses, and in between takes, other performers say Holmes looked through the houses for stuff to steal. And just so... <laughs> Just so we're real bummed out, in 1976, Holmes groomed a 15-year-old and had a highly abusive relationship with her, stretched many years. He beat her and pushed her into sex work. Her name is Dawn Schiller. She wrote a memoir called The Road Through Wonderland, Surviving John Holmes. The title refers to the Wonderland murders. In 1981, it starts to get weirder, Holmes helped a group of drug dealers rob a friend of Holmes named Eddie Nash, who was a nightclub owner and a voracious drug doer. Holmes basically left a door open at Nash's place, which allowed the others to come in later and carry out a pretty nasty home invasion robbery. The robbers were all later beaten to death at their place on Wonderland Avenue in the Laurel Canyon neighborhood of Los Angeles. A possible theory was that Nash knew that Holmes had helped set up the robbery, and Holmes participated in the revenge murders to get back in Nash's good graces. Holmes was tried for the murders first, but acquitted. Several years after his death, his ex-wife said that Holmes had come to her house the morning after the murders, covered in blood. She was a nurse, and when she went to take care of him, she realized that he was not, in fact, bleeding. Nash and his bodyguard were tried in 1990. Nash as the mastermind and the bodyguard as a participant in the murders. Testifying against them was Scott Thorson, Liberace's lover and author of Behind the Candelabra. Nash bribed one of the jurors, and the trial ended in a hung jury. Nash ultimately went to prison in 2001 for the bribe and drug charges, but no one has ever been convicted in the murders. But... Nash admitted to sending associates over to the gang's house to retrieve his drugs and money and stuff, and we'll never know Holmes' exact involvement. And if that's not enough, how about this? John Holmes contracted HIV and then had unprotected sex in, I think, two more movies after being diagnosed. He died in 1988. Dang. Yeah. Storied history. That's a lot. That's just uh, that's just that's just a lot for for for. So it uh, sounds like dude. A, he had. Uh, I mean, that's a lot. Yes, it sounds like he had a natural sort of proficiency for mob-like behavior uh, that he displayed in uh, in our movie today. I guess. Hmm. Well, the connections actually run deeper because, yeah, according to an interview with the executive producer of this film. Um, s- several of several mobsters from Chicago invested in this film. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I-, I guess in this time, uh, investing in homes is a pretty good idea. Yeah, and um, my understanding is that since this was kind of like pre-VHS, this period, uh, most of these performers didn't own any sort of rights to their appearances. And so lots of other people in the kind of like home video days, lots of mm-hmm. other people um, were making uh, much more money off of renting John Holmes movies uh, than he was. And that's true for Oof. for all big performers. 
Um, just from private screenings or how? no just i mean just like you would get paid for like to be in a movie for you need to do like a for the day or something oh, um right. and then no you'd have no you know no um uh you know no royalties or anything after that was was very standard right. so if you had a like what just a wild drug habit um that was pretty out of control pretty easy to blow through mm. all of your uh all your all your porn money mm. mm-hmm it's important to me to bring up uh, this kind of stuff just because I think like I want to sort of give the benefit of the doubt to uh, to people who like aren't um, monsters, you know, and just not presume mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, it's porn and everybody's gross or whatever. You know, I think that's like that's unfair. Uh, um, so, but then that places like a certain kind of burden to be like, well, we actually should bring up when, you know, people are monsters. That's, you know, that's, should be some, some duty to, to that and not just, not just take the attitude that it's like, oh, it's porn. So like, you know, all sorts of bad stuff was happening, you know, like it's the weather or something and uncontrollable. Like, (laughs) no, it's, there are actually like, there are some actual villains in this world and, you know, we should Mm -hmm. bring that up. Um, then the big question is, how do we recover from that? <laughs> I hope you had an out. Yep. That's, um, no, I don't. That's it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not. I got to, nothing. Yeah. Well, not to repeat myself, but there are shitty people and good people everywhere. And it's strange because my introduction to porn was very positive so i only learned later on that oh it's this terrible thing where women are often um powerless um or have their power taken away yeah (laughs) that was not supposed to be an out but (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that I think is, you know, just for context, I think it's worth just the unnecessary reminder that the world of like regular Hollywood is super gross to women. Mm -hmm. And so it's I don't think that there's um, uh, I think it would be it would be kind of easy and lazy to sort of um, try to single out like uh like working in porn Mm -hmm. as a uniquely fraught uh, environment for women. And I don't think that, I mean, yeah, uh, there's plenty of evidence to the contrary that like um, (laughs) not, you know, that, that, that there are all sorts of industries have um, a lot to to answer for. And I, you know, I think it's uh, be not really reasonable to single out one and be like, Oh, that's where the bad people are. So thankfully, um, John Holmes canceled himself, and we don't have to do that for him, I guess, <laughs> in a way. Well, I mean, it yeah. does kind of make it, and it feels more com- more comfortable to talk about him, because um, uh, it's, you know, for some, someone who's no longer alive. But, we, you know, we, when we, we did our first episode uh, of this show, and then, then we just stumbled on, like, all these accusations uh, against Ron Jeremy, who was a prominent player in our in our first episode, and then it's mm-hmm. like that guy is still around, like doing cameos and movies, and 
yeah. getting paid just to go to a place and be Ron Jeremy for a while. And so, yeah, I don't really know what the right way is to, to deal with these, uh, these scenarios, but I mean, I think, um, it's certainly better to talk about them than to just sort of not talk about them and pretend that there isn't a life, uh, outside of our little, uh, porn window or porn hub screen. Yeah, true. I guess that I guess the issue is that it immediately spirals out in, into so many other like big topics that would take hours and hours to discuss, like all kinds of questions of of art and artists and all, you know, there's mm-hmm. been so much conversations about about that mm-hmm. in the past, you know, couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I I'm not hopeful that we'll be able to to solve solve that but uh i don't know at least we can participate somewhat via via porn i guess yeah great yeah and i think we'll probably have it all solved within the next few episodes though you know like yeah, probably not probably today so. right yeah but like i mean at the very eventually. least yeah at the very least we will get through all of the shitty worst people in this industry like we'll take them each down yeah. right yeah, I think so. Yeah, so um, probably. Uh, How many can there be? Probably <laughs> only like a handful, I would guess. Fifty. I hope. Hundred. Hundred. Fine. That's okay. what two years. Thousand. Of- yeah. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, um, fifty-two hun- episodes a year yeah. times one hundred creepers. Yeah. So there you go. But what if there um, are creepers made at a faster rate than we can take them down? God damn it! Okay. Um. Well, we got to cut them off at the chase, I guess, and yeah, build stop a time the production machine. of creepers. <laughs> yeah, got to build a time machine, go back in time. Yeah, no, that's I think that's the only answer. Well, Tell your grandfather, he was a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> what if we end up canceling ourselves? We go yeah. far back, far enough. That's probably oh, for the please. best. Anyone yeah. listening? Like <laughs> anyone listening to this has already been like, mm, yeah, canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, good time. So hot and saucy pizza girls. I mean, just, yeah. I I think our decision to include a bit of Holmes' biography is not so much like a final answer as it is the beginning of asking questions. And so Mm -hmm. I just want to emphasize that, right? That we, our conversations will also continue to evolve. And so we're not doing this Holmes thing like, okay, we do, we've done it. Now it's out of the way. Now we can go on with like the fun part or the real part of the show. But rather it's all going to, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we hope that it would all continue to evolve together. Yeah. And that's just mm-hmm. our assurance that we're not moving on to the fun part of the show now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do now. No, I think um, I we can. My very favorite part of this movie is the mm-hmm. very beginning. So I feel like talking about <laughs> that might yeah, I is close to the beginning. Anyway, might mm-hmm. might cheer us up a little bit, get us back mm-hmm. on target. Okay. The uh, the skateboarding or the application oh. process? Oh, the skateboarding. Okay. <laughs> oh hell yes, the skateboarding. I was hoping you were going to say that. Yes. Um, I'm. I'll go ahead and I'll own up to it. Definitely a skateboard fetishist. 
you know <laughs> that's my i'd say it's definitely one of my top five kinks mm-hmm. um pretty lady on a skateboard now you know mm-hmm. and regardless of what she's wearing regardless that's not of just, those shoes yeah pom pom yeah those <laughs> shoes were good pom pom shoes yeah. yeah keep those shoes on yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so as we've already been talking about, um, this is a movie about a um, uh, a a pizza restaurant um, that, uh, and every every pizza order matches up to a sex act that you would like. So you get a pizza, uh, and the pizza also sort of uh, what how you order the pizza defines um, what kind of uh, what kind of sex you'll be paying for too. And the other thing that I kind of forget about as a you know person of the age that I am. Um, is that we think I think of pizza as this like timeless food, but in 1978, pizza was a relative newcomer to the kind of um, to the American dining landscape mm. for a lot of people, and I think that's sort of you see, um, the there are a lot of like 80s references to like anchovy is the name of is Desiree Cousteau's character her name is literally anchovy. But oh, right. um, anchovies right. are like this super iconic pizza topping who's that sort of um, you don't actually see offered at very many pizza places. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's sort of it's it was always kind of a like punchline in um, entertainment for kids in the 80s. Like somebody enjoying anchovies mm. on pizza. Really? And just yeah, it just has this really um, it's a thing that like uh, would always get always be referenced but not really happen in in real life I yeah like uh brussels sprouts also yeah oh yeah like, no no one had ever eaten an anchovy or a brussels sprout <laughs> right yet. like every cartoon had taught you that these were the most disgusting things that you could <laughs> eat or put on a see pizza because i would i love anchovies and pineapple on my pizza <laughs> hmm so is Man. that just Am I that might going be the comment to, that finally like, gets the pizza us hell? A Twitter blow up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Yeah, there's a raging debate about mm. that. Pineapple is a very strange one because in my life it was always an established flavor in combination with Canadian bacon. Yeah. And now it seems like it became controversial later. Mm-hmm. Like this year. Mm-hmm. Like how yeah. that doesn't make any sense to me. Like how we that's uh, now I feel like I'm like I sound like I'm a like a guy like talking about like Confederate statues or something. Where I'm like <laughs> one in my day, it was fine to have a, a statue that's history. of yeah, yeah, that's history. Yeah. It's uh, no one didn't bother anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds more like this is another like Mandela effect, Berenstain, Berenstain kind of a thing, you know? Oh, go on, like. Like we all used to, everyone was fine with uh, with pineapple and Canadian bacon. It's only now that people are like coming to realize. Hold on a second, people <laughs> disliked yeah this, these topping combinations. Exactly. Yeah, we could be on another another timeline. Wow, I guess it's yeah. Oh, however that have, works. We could have jumped into a different timeline. If you've got yeah. any evidence for this, um, or just want to talk about timelines in general, go ahead and send a send a tweet to at Dirty VHS. <laughs> We're curious yeah, about timelines. Yeah, or you could probably just uh, get on our subreddit for that. <laughs> yes, if you want. Yeah, get on our subreddit, which I should will start any one of these days. Mm-hmm. I swear. And today I will be accepting uh, anchovies through Twitter. Just straight up at <laughs> Dirty Monday Blue. <laughs> Oh, cool. How's, um, is, there, um, is there an anchovy emoji? 
Uh, oh, there should be, right? Some kind of little yeah, fish. Yeah, get creative. Combine some things yeah. that you think will together taste like anchovy. Uh, I'm worried about where this one could go. So let's go back <laughs> into the... Or a picture go back into of... The, the, yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I did want to say that this hmm. is... That's probably my my favorite part of this of this movie was this, this sort of the complex proto-emoji cipher that this pizza place has, has developed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's extremely... It, it uses this thing called words um, <laughs> to signify other things in an yeah. abstract way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's um, talk about that. Let's set this up. So um, Desiree um, Anchovy is uh, the the new... She's, she's starting work at this... Um, at this pizza place uh, and getting interviewed by John Holmes, who's um, the, I don't know if he's the owner or like, like one of two owners, but anyway, he's mostly making pizzas and dispatching uh, these uh, uh, ladies out on deliveries. Um, So they're doing an, doing an interview and this is um, this movie does not take itself very seriously, which I appreciate. Yeah. so we've the beginning is basically just like this interview process the the weird guy in the trench coat um and a lot of skateboarding uh and then we cut back to the 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 pizza restaurant they haven't opened yet and it's this shot of uh of john holmes and he's saying country girl pizza parlor has very high standards and since i do all the hiring i feel that i should check your references closely and then the camera mm. pulls back a little uh, just just like a little bit and we see that uh this uh, that john is in between uh anchovies uh thighs and is about to go down on her, on her and he does yes the the bell pepper in this uh context if i'm not mistaken by their, their yeah ladies are bell peppers <laughs> ladies are bell peppers men are salami right I can figure out half of this, but not the other half. Yeah, there were lots of hanging ferns. Detective is uh, sort of trying to hide amongst mm-hmm. ferns, wall mm-hmm. of ferns. Yeah. yeah. Pizza place is just kind of overrun with ferns. It almost looks like it's <laughs> un- unkempt and being overtaken by time, in a way. In, in this first scene where oral sex leads to penetrative sex, um, he is fully clothed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Go on. only the zipper is undone, right? Not even the yep, button right. above it, not the nauseating mustard yellow belt on it. Uh, just the zipper. Mm-hmm. Now, his uh, shirt was unbuttoned in his defense. Oh. Okay. Uh, he did unbutton his shirt partially. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's... Uh, I, I would so say... Like, no, it's not fine. It's bad. Um, <laughs> but a thing I did appreciate is that, and I wonder if this is just because, like, uh, mm-hmm. this guy was already on too many drugs to, like, uh, work very hard. Um, oh. But that first sex scene is mm-hmm. extremely yeah. quick. Right? I was wondering that, too, because you mentioned that sometimes there was, like, a surrogate for him. And it was, there were a lot of cuts where I was wondering if that was going on. Yeah. Well, one of his co-stars uh, at one point said that, like, like uh it was like ha- doing a scene with him was like having sex with a loofah because because his <laughs> dick was like super big but not particularly hard yeah. and i definitely kind of got that impression uh throughout this scene that it was like yeah maybe this skinny guy just doesn't have enough blood going to um <laughs> yeah. to to quite make that work yeah i feel like it's it's also he was so skinny that his dick looked bigger yes yeah. 
Hmm. Um, also, he had the most bizarre French manicure. Um, so some of our listeners might not even know what a french manicure is Um, Mm. so could you go into that please yeah it's when you emphasize the pinkness of the the like the base of your nail and then also the whiteness of the tip by um, basically Mm. mimicking that and just layering first um, a layer of you know a, a pink polish and then just going over the tip with white and then smoothing it out with a layer of um, clear top coat and what Mm, was what was particularly noteworthy about his french manicure um it was all over his finger not just the nail and instead of pink instead of a white tip on pink it was a white tip on just another shade of white. It mm. it was very, and it was messy. And uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. um, we we didn't call it a French manicure, but that's I learned how to do that at the University of Phoenix penis whitening school <laughs> many years oh, ago. Oh, is that <laughs> so? Is tell 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 us more. Where does this fit it's in the in the cer- certification process? Well, you know, just like anyone can sort of get a uh, certification to uh, to be to give this the the, the service at, at a wedding, anyone can be a University of Phoenix penis whitener. Um, also, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just in reverse. You get the tip is pink, and the rest <laughs> of it is whitened for a nice contrast. That mm-hmm. just looks uh, hmm. just looks I good. See. So are you practicing on fingernails before you move on to penises? Is that how it works? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. She mentioned how sloppy the job of John Holmes yeah. was, but you want to make sure you don't want to get anything anywhere that's not on the Yeah. At first right. I thought it was like his semen, someone else's semen, her mm. juices. It was, I was like, <laughs> what is that? And then I realized, oh, <laughs> no, that, that's exactly what my fingers looked like when I tried a French manicure on myself for the first time when I was eight. Um, quick question. Yeah. Uh, is there a worse word than juices? Um, okay, I'll use the I'll use the the real term uh, gruel. Quim. <laughs> I mean, you call call a quim a quim. That's what it is. I've I've heard of I've heard otherwise. What did you call it? Gruel. Gruel. Mm-hmm. No. G r double o l. Well, where, where where did you hear that? Where did you hear what you heard? I heard yeah. mine at the same place. <laughs> I heard mine from uh, the University of Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I heard mine yeah. at the ramen place. My professor yeah. was John Gabris, so blame him. All right, so um, uh, Desiree Cousteau, um, mm-hmm. I would say we we talked about her in the movie Pretty Peaches. And she's giving the exact same sort of like naive performance in this. Yeah. But this movie is so like, it's so dumb on its face that this kind of exaggerated um, uh, character that she's playing, I kind of found less bothersome in this context. Mm. How about you two? Yeah, because she's not getting raped by every person she meets. Yeah, that helps. Um, That too, yes. But maybe not, because it might as well be the same character mm-hmm. from 
pretty peaches yeah. that just you know we didn't just didn't catch the when she was looking for a job um getting to i think they even went to san francisco in that film yeah they did yeah this is what happened after she got yeah. to san francisco yeah she worked she yeah. took down the uh the night chicken and then returned to, to her creepers yeah. yeah well she also has the exact same hair right this like very mm-hmm. bizarre um I, mm, bowl cut yeah mm. i like um, her hair though mm. Yeah, she's always some backwoods yokel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, she does it very well, and she commits to it, and is very professional about it. Yeah, she's just moved from Alabama, is the backstory. Right. And mm-hmm. she's she's just moved to Alabama, and everyone else in the movie is seemingly just moved from Texas, and is some sort of, like, um, cattle rancher, uh, oil driller, and uh, yeah. fried chicken restaurateur. It's a weird mix. Part of her job application, even uh, the the cunnilingus of which just reminds her of home mm. on the uh, yeah. on the plains on the plains of Alabama <laughs> back home. Yeah, yeah. She's talking. Uh, she she the way she describes the geography of Alabama throughout suggests uh, that like, well, either every world geographical feature is <laughs> yeah. is available in Alabama, <laughs> which maybe it is, <laughs> or just the people writing this just had never been there, or just like, yeah, they probably got plains and mountains and mountains and rainforests, yeah, mm-hmm. s- s- uh, savanna, yeah. savelle, ferns. ferns, yeah, they dinosaurs. Who knows? <laughs> Tell you, giant chickens. Alabama, the lost world. Yeah. Um, all, all four. Of, well, there are four pizza deliverers, um, counting anchovy. We got Shaky, Gene, no Gino, and Celeste are the other mm-hmm. the the um, the more experienced employees. They are all set out uh, to deliver pizza. And those and, are all pizza place names, right? Oh, really? And they're all um, mm-hmm. imp- impressionist era artists. <laughs> Shaky. Yep. Yeah, just this. Um, yeah. Yeah, the the writer, I just saw this on IMDb, and I mm. have no contextual knowledge of this, but the writer of the movie apparently named the three other delivery girls after well-known pizza companies. Uh, so Papa Gino's was shortened to just Gino, Shakey's, and Celeste as well, to keep with the pizza Shakey's theme. Shakey's I knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's- I, I knew I've been to Shakey's before. Uh, I was I kind of was wondering. I didn't. I never heard of the other three, but I, I thought maybe it was something along those lines. So Shakey's still exists. I think it's recently been shut down, but it's a Midwest oh, no. pizza, small pizza franchise. Uh huh. Um, kind of a sh- real shitty buffet, uh-huh. but you can also get like a uh, wholesome Midwest slop alongside. <laughs> the pizza. Wait, so, so it's not good. If we do the, the a reboot of this film, like a gritty reboot, you know? Yes. Um, so let's see. What are we going to name the after contemporary chain? Well, first of all, it would mm. be like cauliflower-based, gluten-free <laughs> yeah, yeah. pizza. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, vegan, vegan options. Um, yes. Yeah. What would it be called? DiGiorno. <laughs> uh, Uber, Baboli. And um, Papa John, no. definitely get him in the mix. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the delivery girls is just named Papa John, and are like, "That's weird." Yeah, name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then in the vegan um, one that we're pitching, um, it's all like zucchini is the code rather than, than <laughs> oh and, yeah 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 yeah. 
That's not bad because then like, mm-hmm. yeah, because then like uh, when when a person who's like gluten free or yeah or vegetarian makes an order, they want mm-hmm. a girl who is the same. Yeah, or into you don't that. want cross yeah. contamination. Yeah, you don't right. Want yeah, meat stink yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if you're if if you're let's just face it, like if you're for having um, sex with someone who eats meat is exactly the same thing as just like slaughtering um, a household pet, cooking it and eating it. I think with so. your bare hands. You're, yeah. You're complicit. You're complicit mm-hmm. in murder. Mm-hmm. Meat is murder. And if you fuck mm-hmm. someone who killed an animal, you're a murder. Exactly. Association. Yeah. I'm glad we got that straightened out. So, yeah, um, I don't think I noted too I'm many joking. of the. Um, then uh, if you kill that person. <laughs> Does that make you an ally of, of yeah. animals? Okay. Good to know. Oh, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. This is a sort of a um, uh, sort of radical murder podcast where. Um, I mean, we, all murder is radical. Uh, we just have more uh, woke <laughs> ways of doing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. That's so awful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like really uh, but just a really woke serial killer yeah we're <laughs> that bleeding edge of of murder you know yeah 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 <laughs> like yeah we're just like we have an app <laughs> it's called murder with no e <laughs> <laughs> with an a what murder murder <laughs> Murder. Does it make sense? Okay, so does anybody remember um, the different pizza orders that, that yeah. get, get started here? Um, and if you sign I up now, you get a free yoga mat. Mm. <laughs> okay, no more murder. Back on. Back to pizza sex. So, um, any oh, remember the um, the any anyone remember any of the orders in this first round? Nope. Okay. There's bell pepper, mm. bell pepper. <laughs> oh yeah, that's head the cheese. One. That's easiest to remember. Yeah. Yeah, head cheese, mm. and that right. involves um head. No one knows what. Oh, you know, you figured it out. Okay. Yeah, I figured it out. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, maybe pep, maybe double pepperoni or something, because I think that's maybe the three ways, like double pepperoni. Does that sound right? Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, but apparently it's but it's stri- it's straight penises, pepperoni, and gay penises, salami. Oh, that there's a f- there's a further wrinkle to it. Wow. Okay, that's um, yeah. it's very mm, specific. Penis wrinkle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, t- I heard it. I was just gonna <laughs> gloss on by. Yeah, this gloss. Yeah, because that's what we're about. We're, we're we don't do we don't go for the easy <laughs> joke. We we I just never like got, uh, t- uh, yeah, yeah yeah I never got to penis straightening when I was back at school. It was just, <laughs> just wrinkly penis hell, ironing, just white as ever. Mm, penis <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that we're just like letting some jokes just go undone because it's just like mm-hmm. they're below us or whatever. It's like jazz, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's about the penis jokes you don't tell. Um, you got so. It. Um, we get to another good part of the movie where all the ladies are skateboarding around on the same block with their pizzas. Um, these pizzas are for real getting destroyed because they're the boxes are going totally sideways at different yeah. points. But you know, I'm more about the skateboarding than the pizza. I don't care. Well, I will um, say that they they tried. They made an attempt at pizza integrity. Each of these yeah. boxes has like a mitt on the bottom of it, like a strap. Mm-hmm. 
that you would attach to your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, a strap-on mm-hmm. pizza. Pretty ingenious. Yeah, strap-on pizza. There's another <laughs> one. And, and um, yeah. They're, they're mostly um, going back and forth in the same block. And the weird yeah. um, trench coat guy, there's this really lazy bit where he gets stuck in a phone booth because um, yeah. I don't know why, because he's dumb. I guess. Yeah, because he's yeah. cute. He's adorbs. Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, for any he's of our... so mil- vulnerable. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, for any of our millennial listeners, uh, it used to be that not everyone carried around a phone. Um, there would be little um, mm. sort of like phone toilets almost scattered <laughs> throughout the town. And you could go into one of the little phone toilets and they would have a phone there that you could use if um, you put um, coins. It's not like Bitcoin. It's like these small um, kind of metal kind, kind of a metal kind of money into the toilet phone. Yeah. And if you look at the phone app on your phone, Mm. it has uh, the shape of something was the thing that you would put up to your face to hear the voice of the person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's, that's, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I forgot. It's, so there's one part for your mouth and one part for your ear. It's a wild system. Anyway, he if gets you look stuck at that icon on your phone. If you look at it, mm-hmm. you know how like when you repeat a word over and over, it sort of loses meaning. Mm-hmm. Just look at that phone icon on your phone. Mm-hmm. It's you can't. It like sort of recedes in the its meaning recedes in the distance, and I can't. You can like it becomes like unseeable after you keep looking at it. I'm doing it now, and it's yeah. freaking me out. Does yours I'm cast a shadow? No, Mine casts a shadow. If I look at mine um, one way, it's a vase. And if I look at the other way, it's two faces. <laughs> it's really oh, strange. Shit. Okay. Landscape mode, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah so um, our delivery ladies um, go out, make their deliveries. Um, yeah. And uh, to there's one building where like three different guys live. These The three cowboy guys live. Um, and um, so most of the sex is happening there. Um, so right. Gino has uh, got this um, some kind of cowboy she's having sex with who says lots of cowboy things and also just other assorted things that don't mm-hmm. make sense. Like, mm-hmm. your mouth is better than a hot volcano. Oh, right. Which, I noticed that too. Yeah, that does, <laughs> that does check out like places you'd rather have your dick. One of those volcanic glory holes that we're all familiar <laughs> with. Yeah. Right in the side of this... <laughs> Yeah, igneous rock. Got it. Yeah, and uh, we're the volcanic glory holes. Is is this the guy who calls her a fucking pinto bean? Yes, probably. Sounds Uh, about right. Yeah, and then like like neighs like a horse and barks like a dog later. Mm. Yes, yes, it is. That's the. And then says, "I'll be coming in your mountains when I come," as he comes. Mm-hmm. which um okay yeah <laughs> just yeah checking. yeah just the, checking. the mm-hmm. kind of the cowboy shit is just so forced and dumb it's kind yeah. of entertaining but it's yeah. like not good it's bad yeah oh the, the weird thing here is that um so basically this scene is setting up the the rivalry between the chicken industry and the sort of insurgent pizza industry yeah. of mm-hmm. Of San Francisco, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and the uh, fast these, food these turf chicken, war. Mm-hmm. Yes, fast food turf war. Um, and so these 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 cattle hands are partaking of their enemy's 
business. They've ordered a pizza to get an idea as to like what I guess their business model is. Is that is that the deal? Are they trying to come up with a sort of chicken delivery um, pornography business of their own? Is that what's going on? It. Yeah, I feel like the chicken thing kind of gets invented later on because when um so we got um uh, Gino with the one cowboy, Shaky with two other cowboys, including um the guy who was uh, a patient in Candy Stripers and um mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. the psychiatrist in Pretty Peaches, named mm-hmm. what's his name Paul Thomas. Yeah, Paul, Paul Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they he says that he's a who, cattleman. By the way, sorry, but Paul Thomas mm. was apparently in the fucking film version of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. And in a what? movie called Trouble Bound alongside the likes of uh, Patricia Arquette, Michael Madsen, and Billy Bob Thornton. Damn, that's a cast. Mm-hmm. Look at that. <laughs> and uh, cool. yeah. Candy Stripers was also directed by the same dude. So I guess it kind of yeah, makes as sense. As the legitimate film? No, is this? Yes. <laughs> Candy mm-hmm. Stripers in this. <laughs> okay. All right. Bob Chin. And that's the guy who looks like um, the shitty Michael Sarah kind of. Is that oh. him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. I thought he looked like shitty Michael Sarah, and the other guy looks like shitty Pete Davidson. And excuse me if I've already used those references. I probably have. Oh, that works. I guess they hold up. They strike me every time I see these. Well, there's only like six guys in born in 1978. So you're going to, we're going to see some overlap. Yeah. I guess we exhausted that segment. Yeah. No, we'll keep going. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Oh, and meanwhile, anchovy is like, uh, she's with some like kind of weird old guy. Um, who's uh, trying to go down Excuse on her. Excuse you, yeah. Um, uh, but she keeps talking about Alabama for like so long mm-hmm. and like every time he's about to, um, yeah, <laughs> every time he's about to start, um, she does another uh, Alabama anecdote to slow down the proceedings. And it's kind of funny, I thought. Yeah, and she talks about how she almost had this scandalous, uh, the scandal breakout with, the the mayor of her city town in Alabama, right? And how yeah, that, go speak on that, mm-hmm, right? And that this this man would always tell her that, quote unquote, the only thing better than a thirteen year old is a good ripe twelve year old. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Roy Moore. Did and mm. it has been in the news a lot in this the past year. Or so oh, did this just, was this the prophecy? I believe it it's was probably yeah. the same guy. Was he ever a mayor? Ooh, I, yeah, I was wondering about that. Well, Yo. unfortunately, there's no shortage of people who think like that. We'll never know. Yes, we will. I'm about to, <laughs> about to know right now. Uh, he was a he was um uh, he has never been a mayor. Sad. Damn. Yeah. Well. Oh well. Well, I guess that's for it's the still. Yeah. It's still about. I think it's still about. I about him yeah. sort of in spirit. Yeah. She. She didn't. That pizza looked good though. Like eating pizza as someone eats you out is. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan of pizza, good. but I'd try this. Um. I did. I did something similar to that one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Brace yourself, everyone. <laughs> Always am. Um, 
I was going down on this girl while she was reading the biography of Anthony Kiedis scar tissue. <laughs> oh, speaking of 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds, there's a lot of those in that book. Are there? I couldn't hear very well. <laughs> Wait, she was reading it out loud? Yeah. Oh, that's better, I guess, for you, because otherwise it just seems like she's super bored. <laughs> but he's still... Oh, oh, my God. That's so weird. Yeah. That's Thanks, not guys. weird. That's that not weird. No, Randy, that's not weird. Is, oh, I'm sorry. Is this a thing that um you... This is a, have you ever heard of this happening before? Yeah. With anyone else? That's a classic trope. Like, reading oh, okay. plus... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, mm-hmm. I apologize. Well, I insisted on it. I thought I was doing something unique and sort of unconventional. But yeah. Okay. I mm-hmm. would... I never... Um, get into any shenanigans without total darkness so that's just <laughs> that whole reading is not just not gonna be an option mm. <laughs> okay which would you rather mm. oh um, right okay now we're talking yeah uh sunlit sex but in private or okay complete darkness but in a public place oh my god what's the place mm. uh an airplane <laughs> what? Uh, this is very funny. <laughs> she um, hasn't closed the floor for questions. <laughs> Still open. Oh, so um, are is anyone else having sex on the plane, or is it just uh, I mean me and yeah, yeah. What part of the plane am I located in? <sighs> Whatever part that would convince you. To <laughs> okay, so the the cockpit is there? A, okay, there no, is a, okay. it's got to be like. What's the cabin pressure? <laughs> Normal. It's one atmosphere. Come on. It's it's That's a fine. nice it's a nice sitting? ass seven eight seven. Okay. With the blue glow lights and the screens mm-hmm. that darken on their own and the windows that darken on their own and mm-hmm. yeah. So, but it, so I can't be in the cockpit. No. No. Okay. Is anyone else having sex on the plane? Or? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> Maybe if you did, you could convince others as well. Hmm. Well, hmm. I mean, are you such I, a follower? No, I think maybe I'm a leader in this situation. <laughs> but why are you asking if, if Mark other was people on this plane, he'd do it. are doing it? <laughs> Well, because then it's just if everyone else is doing it, like, if it's just like an orgy. That's a weird question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, you're right. I'm being very weird. Yeah. Um, no, I just, if it's like an orgy plane, right? No. Um, then it would be, and if it would be impolite no. for me to not be having sex, that would affect my answer. Okay. No, it's a red eye from like <laughs> London to JFK. Very hmm. conservative. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I have my answer. Which one? Oh, um, I want to do the one with um, the Anthony Kiedis um, <laughs> memoir. Uh, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, boy. Better visit the old library. <laughs> so, um, I tried. 
Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about um, the fourth one of our pizza deliverers. So yes. we've got the, this. This this is. Uh, oof! I thought I was enjoying this film, and then it turns out I was not. So um, speaking of bell pepper, mm-hmm. who wants to talk about bell pepper? Bell pepper here. Uh, scene. Um, a a new character, <laughs> the horny housewife, <laughs> is. Um, Pleasuring, pleasuring herself with a carrot. And not just the... any carrot. No. A 70s mm-hmm. carrot. <laughs> it's so 70s. Tell us the yeah. differences between a 70s carrot and a more contemporary carrot, please. You just know when you see it. Okay. It's pre-GMO. Pre-GMO carrot. And, mm. Yeah, and it has mm. like, um, it has the smoother surface of a juice juicing carrot. But it has the narrower silhouette of of those like Instagram salad carrots. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was very very. Um, God, I hope that carrot's still around. Is this part of your signature segment? What? Dill do's and dill don'ts. Oh. Dill do's and dill don'ts. Yeah, dill do, dill do seventies carrots. No, that was a no dill don't. Dill don't, uh, dill don't just drop it on the floor like this. This woman (laughs) did, and then who knows? Like, what if your kid crawls over and eats it? Like, um, yeah. So she's pleasuring herself, and then uh, the the doorbell rings, and she just flings the carrot to the side to open the door and um celeste was her name did you say randy that's right yes yeah so celeste is like oh this bitch again because apparently she's constantly calling and um mm-hmm. yeah she this that whole that she's in and out in like 30 seconds and it's just like i i feel like this lady's gotta she's got a kid on yelp or something and just talk about just the yeah. perfunctory service, you know. Mm. It's just like this is this is not this is not okay. And um, I don't think that anyone should ever call anyone's manager. I think that's a rude way to deal with the situation. But please, lady, stop asking for uh, for Celeste there, okay? You know, <laughs> take your business yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, she definitely looks like a lady that would complain to. Her boss. <laughs> she but, uh, she reminded me of uh, Allison Janey. Hmm. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. Okay. Wait, what? Who is that? No, I refuse. From movies? It's 2018. On, I should not have to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Alvin yeah, Janey, mm-hmm. net, net worth. <laughs> <laughs> Four million. Oh, good. Um, so that um, that very brief uh, bad scene is sort of that's the clue that all the other scenes are going to wrap up too. And I don't know that we need to. There's much much more to say about this first round of deliveries. Uh, and pretty soon, yeah. all the ladies are uh, making their way back on their skateboards mm-hmm. to the old pizza shop. God, this movie won't end. 
Well, not at this rate, no. Um, <laughs> um, so three of the, the, the Johns, um, the ones who live in the same building, mm-hmm. um, they've all introduced themselves as like cowboys or whatever, but mm. they are now, I guess they're invested in some sort of um, fried chicken establishment. Yeah. And this is where they, they hatch a weird plot about uh, getting some help from something called the night chicken. This is where it gets good. Yeah, this is where it finally, like, the meter is finally shifting past mediocrity. Yeah, towards a, a spectacular failure. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that night, and it, somehow um, it's unclear. Wait, well, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Y'all are going crazy. So what's, what? what's happening here is is these these Texans... <laughs> Or have been have been operating in San Francisco, <laughs> operating the chicken industry in San Francisco for at least ten years, as I said, <laughs> right? So that's the sort of like hegemony of the city, the, the mm. chicken mm. sort of dictatorship. Yes, and and the goddamn the the pizza industry. It's the. the uh, I'm sorry, I need to put you yeah. on pause for a second. Um, it's the dictatorship of the poultry terriet. Okay, you may continue oh. now. <laughs> That'll that'll work. <laughs> yes, and so, so they've they've sort of like tamped down any sort of like freedom forces or revolutionaries. Like the the Chinese takeout industry has already been shut down, mm-hmm. as the director says at one point. Mm-hmm. P- pizza industry is attempting to get a foothold in this in this shadow war, yeah. raging on the streets mm-hmm. of San Francisco. Yeah. So the, the Texans though have like a fucking psyops agent <laughs> that they deploy mm-hmm. they call the night chicken yeah and he's just, he's a sort of like shadowy figure that is meant to like disrupt the the sort of upstart <laughs> industry so that so that the chicken industry can uh stay on top mm-hmm. this is very important this is the crux of the film here. yeah it's um it's it's very important he's sort of a um sort of a pinkerton you know sort of um uh, <laughs> yeah. for hire um, sort of mercenary figure uh, mm-hmm. available to, uh, yeah, just put down revolutions, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, sort of a to soldier of fortune. pizza delivery. And also, yeah. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. it looks like, um, so it looks like that night, um, one of these pizza ladies is going to get, is straight up murdered. Because she kind of, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she goes into this, uh, into this mysterious door and there's like screams and like chicken sounds and flying everywhere feathers a lot of feathers Mm -hmm. uh and uh no it turns out she was not murdered uh, but she says she was raped by a six-foot turkey Mm, i have transcribed Mm -hmm. the exact dialogue oh please go ahead yeah she comes back to her place of business Uh, presumably these are the only people she knows in the whole world yeah she sits down and she says, I was mugged. Her co-worker says, somebody took your pizza? She says, no, I was raped. By a six-foot turkey. By a six-foot turkey? That's it. <laughs> that's dramatic. That's yeah, good. that was really dramatic. Um, yeah. yeah, so um, it is kind of like a fun visual gag of her like um lifting up her shirt to dump just like a ton of feathers onto the table but Mm -hmm. like i would say like man yeah why don't you send that over to csi yeah yeah seriously Mm -hmm. good idea 
Um, but like everyone else is just really just their reaction that their their coworker has yeah. just been been raped by um, a six foot turkey is I'm is offensively understated. Yeah, I think like yeah, this just, is the thing about trauma is it just you kind of like numb yourself to deal with it and go on with life because mm-hmm. if you actually confronted what had happened to you, you would mm. disintegrate. <laughs> And this sure. is definitely what the movie was intending. Um, I believe so, which yeah. explains why they go out the very next night to confront <laughs> the night chicken itself. Um, well, one yeah, thing, and then, they don't—they don't really need to save the the feathers for CSI uh-huh. um, because John yeah. takes a glance at the feathers and, and is goes, able to identify oh, yeah. them as chicken feathers. Mm-hmm. Not turkey feathers, and mm-hmm. that's when he sort of um, he unspools the whole narrative mm-hmm. of the shadow war between fried chicken and pizza that's been going on for for years. Classic no, but actually, uh, no, actually it was yeah. Chicken. And so yeah. actually, these um, these girls had been employed to kind of bait the chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so the women um, are furious because they find out that they had been set loose as bait all along and they've been risking their lives and sanity all for the, this cause of the San Francisco uh, food delivery shadow wars. Yeah. 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 Which is very strange because if you remember, the application process is very thorough. Mm-hmm. They, they ask a lot <laughs> yeah. of pointed questions mm-hmm. about your origins and your thoughts on mm-hmm. food and cunnilingus and yeah. whatnot. Never does does he ask like, would you care to be a member of our band of freedom fighters yeah. for take down the goddamn chicken patriarch poultryarchy? Yeah, yeah. they. This they reminds also, me of when I try to apply for a job at a strip club. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Speak to that. Well, is this something that you'll make me edit out later, or would you like to share? It? Uh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hope you'll keep on in that that long pause at the very least. I believe I interrupted you, Randy. Please continue. Um no, I was um uh I was just going to mention that the application process didn't have anything to uh anything to weed out potential sort of uh fifth columnists, you know? Um mm-hmm. no no it probably should have included some th- some mm-hmm. information about what a prospective uh, deliverer thought about chicken. Because if their attitudes yeah. were too positive about fried chicken, that's mm-hmm. somebody you got to worry about. Man, that would have been a legit good line to include, really. You know? Yeah. That's true. Also, uh, but all these I, movies I are... hate the way John Holmes crosses his arms. Oh, yeah? What does it look like? It looks like chicken wings. It does. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Very mysterious. Mm. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> John and Bob say mm-hmm. that they're going to, like, follow, they're going to tail on deliveries just to, for, for safety, um, which, you know, I'm not sure I trust them. And, in fact, I know I don't. Uh, and we go, we turn over back to Anchovy, um, who runs into that weird um, trench coat guy in the hallway of her building. They are neighbors, it turns out. Um, I'll say this because mm-hmm. um, I felt very st- stupid for, well, always, but definitely for the majority of this film, I thought that that John Holmes was sort of playing as a Peter Sellers type character and was, or actor, and was 
uh, Blackie and the pizza purveyor oh. for most of the movie. <laughs> but and then it wasn't until the sex scene when um, when anchovy invites him mm-hmm. into her room they eventually have sex mm-hmm. and you can see the the market disparity and penis size <laughs> that i realized that is not john holmes in a black wig mm-hmm. that is that's, somebody else that's a better movie that you're pitching here though right yeah, yeah. um he's like he's so innocent he's right. honest he's shy he says he's never tried pizza before <laughs> um he's got nothing to prove right and mm-hmm. um, he doesn't fuck someone. He makes someone want to fuck him. Hmm. Hmm. That is why he is the unsung hero of this film. Um, yeah, he actually makes an anchovy want to fuck him instead of, you know, making it part of the, the job application process or whatever. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, he's very seductive. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that your way for spinning the fact that like um, poor Desiree is stuck doing literally all of the work in their scene? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Because yeah. he, uh, that, he, this hey, fellow baller, is stoic. He makes the girl want to do all the work. Come on. Mm. Um, no, that's a good point. And, uh, yeah. Um, and he ca- actually calls out her name <laughs> while they're fucking. He's like, oh, anchovy. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, yeah, calling someone by their first and surname <laughs> on, when fucking them. Yeah, Miss Miss Chovy. Yeah. How bad would it be to to use someone's full name and their middle name while you're having sex with them? Yeah, like like when you're in trouble with your mom, <laughs> throws no. your middle name in. That'd be no good, right? Gotta try that. Yeah, I. The, the only the only mm, the mm. only thing I would change about perfect inspector blackie is he comes right in her belly button <laughs> like it's not even a spray it's just like bloop oh, Jesus. like a birdie at the ninth hole right just yeah <laughs> nothing but net <laughs> and uh, <laughs> do you have a third sports metaphor please to so i could get this a little better so it's like a more basketball. Yeah. It's a, a birdie in the very key ninth hole. Icing. Yeah. Mm. I think that's hockey. Yeah. Mm. Um, sort of like icing the puck. Sort of like uh, kneeling for a touchback. So no, but that. Offsides kid. And it, it looked like, uh, yeah. And it looked like he should have had a glass of water beforehand. Oh, my um, God. You're going in on this, dude. I mean, I just, I want it so close to perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Um, and also, he snores. That's terrible. But uh, Also, he's some sort of, like, semi-cop vigilante yes. Oh, and he's guy. been lying about his and identity all along. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. he's some, he's basically, <laughs> not if you're, like, a, like, neighborhood watch sort of, like, semi-fascist i don't think that's uh <laughs> i don't think that's very sexy personally because like the only people who like okay so much worse than cops mm-hmm. are people who sort of act like cops and want you to think they're cops but they're not cops right okay oh man yeah true yeah fuck blackie yeah 
<laughs> weird that is weird, weird, weird character name too. Blackie. At least until you can get this guy some water in a CPAP machine, you can really <laughs> change his ways. Like an honest man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, oh, it, he also says, I did it when he comes. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wrote that. Oh, so, um, so we come back to the pizza, come back to the pizza restaurant now. And mm-hmm. the only part in this movie where I like John Holmes is when a, a lady asks him if he works. He's just like, hey, you work here um, to a man who's behind a counter making pizzas. <laughs> and he says, no. <laughs> and that's fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, John and Bob are both making pizzas now. Um, they're talking about getting some other deliveries going. Uh, Anchovy says that she will not do any sex deliveries anymore because after 20 minutes with this uh, inspector character, <laughs> she is too smitten with him mm-hmm. and determined to remain faithful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all four head out <sighs> on deliveries. Yeah. And um, the uh, the cowboys are all together. They've got uh, the um, the night chicken on the phone who's demanding 10 grand to continue his reign of terror. Um, so uh, they they agree to his terms because, you know, they're big chicken people. They got to they, they got to pony up the money mm-hmm. to maintain their dominance of the local food scene. Mm hmm. The, none of the other insurgents seem to really care that um, Anchovy is hooking up with a detective that's been tailing him the past couple of days and um, could potentially, you know, give him information about their operations and uh, or anything like that. <laughs> so, uh, maybe it's another one of those things where, you know, in face of trauma, you sort of recoil, I guess. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I thought they were mildly distressed, but not... Their, their reactions, I, I agree, are a little bit soft mm-hmm. for how weird yeah. this is. And it's also like, I don't know what the like kind of tip out situation is, but I would say that if I worked at a business where um, having sex with um, weird uh, um, cowboys was just an assumed <laughs> part of the job and one of my coworkers was like, no, nah, I'm not going to have sex with cowboys anymore. I would be like, well... I mean, let's well, have. A, I'm not. Yeah, let's have a conversation yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. Are we all getting yeah. paid the same still? Eh? Hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but so they come. They come to no agreement uh, <laughs> about that issue. But uh, they do decide that they're going to send out again. Unless you already mentioned this, they're going to send out the girls and try to lure the night chicken mm-hmm. a- again, mm-hmm. and potentially confront him mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. Um, but what they did not suspect is that the night chicken would be in the same exact alley that he was last night and the same exact woman passing the same alleyway gets assaulted by by the night chicken. Yeah, they don't quite put together that it's not so much that he's following them or it's that he's got this one little closet where he's just yeah. grabbing people when they walk by you the just closet. don't need to go by that closet yeah. and the night chicken is not an issue. Anymore. Yeah, turns out. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? Yeah, so we're rapidly approaching the end of this film. Um, uh, there's another like deliver- pizza delivery sex scene with um, Celeste and uh, I think it's Celeste. I, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, and um, Paul Thomas... Um, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, a couple more assaults by the, um, by, by the night chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and John says that they, 
when they when the ladies want to go to the police, um, John says, "Oh, you can't go to the police because they'll think you're crazy," mm-hmm. and that. So true. Is rape culture, folks. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, especially, it is. It especially is. It's, it's it chicken is. rape culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even worse. Yeah. Yep. You can't even face your accuser in the court of law, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's no. fucked up. So he's, I mean, that's like, I mean, basically, uh, John here, he's positioning himself as like the voice of reason, you know? Mm-hmm. But really, you got to ask, are you, um, are you, uh, are you really speaking in their interests or are you just right. sort of standing in solidarity with um, some sort of um, chicken um, uh, rapist who... Uh, yes, apologists. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's going to believe mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Too powerful in this chicken industry. Exactly. No one's going to care. Um, so, uh, Bob and John go off um, in pursuit of the chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about Celeste um, returning with... Um, uh, to that same lady again, this time with a, a dildo. Yeah. Um, a very disappointing scene. We're still, that's, and what's weird is that, that this movie doesn't have like anything like a sort of like grand finale sex scene, you know, like where there's something wilder oh, or yeah. more interesting or that's more so people. True. Yeah. So, the final it's definitely better for it too, I think. I don't know. The <laughs> final, the final sex that happens is this like really short, um, dissatisfying uh dildo scene but oh, that was yeah i guess that was the last sex scene huh. yeah 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 um, that's, that's fine with me it's always disappointing when one of these movies ends on just like the grossest thing they could think of at the time that's true the most, yeah yeah i'd rather you get get a little bow tie on this <laughs> stupid narrative yeah that's that's um, a good which point. we do and i will reveal now mm-hmm. uh the detective is also the night chicken bum, bum, Are you aware bum. Of it? yeah Yes. Um, and but but um, the curious thing is, so this little mm-hmm. closet that the night chicken's been hanging out in yeah. and luring people to, um, he's been using a tape recorder of clucking sounds. Um, strangely, these women are drawn to this clucking sound that gets them into the into this uh, closet. We didn't really discuss mm-hmm. that for yeah. whatever reason. Um, so the detective, I guess, is raping the <laughs> the pizza yeah. girls. Yes. And using a tape recorder yes. to lure them. Yeah. But there's also, I guess, has feathers uh-huh. in no, so he, this closet. Yeah. So, but the women that he's raped, mm-hmm. they think that he's, are they, they're, 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 being, they're led to believe that they're being raped by a chicken. Yes. And they have feathers in their mouths yeah. and in their cleavage and stuff. Yeah. So, so where's the question? Well, is he, oh, like, a, is this a thing where he's like a, like a where chicken thing or is he is there a chicken in there mm. or is he just like throwing feathers like on the yeah the he just uh he found a group of cowboys who believe it's possible for a six-foot chicken to exist and then he was like you know what i'm gonna take all their money from them Mm. Oh yeah, you're he, he, right. So yeah. he got he went and got a chicken suit. Oh, okay. So you think he's he's doing his business in a chicken suit? Yes. Okay, that actually is the best. Uh, and yeah, so best solution. yeah, after he and uh, anchovy um, uh, make love, 
they she mm. has to go to work and she's like oh my god i'm late right. and she turns to him and she's like could you drive me so that i don't have to be late and he's like oh i'm sorry i don't have a car so mm-hmm. that is the moment when he's like you know what i love this bitch i'm gonna get a fucking car for her yep so right. that is what he's done with the he money. takes the ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars from the Texans mm-hmm. and buys a slick new car. Mm-hmm. What is that car? And by drives the way? out. To, I don't know, like a Coupe de Ville or okay. something. Yeah, shit. like a know. shitty seventies car <laughs> that gets yeah, yeah. So, one mile to the gallon and fits thirty people or whatever. <laughs> All the way to Niagara, Niagara Falls. Yeah, so yeah. the, the non alpha, non agro underdog comes through in the end with like the dope girl and the dope car and they ride off into the sunset yay yep mm. the fucking narc yep. the goddamn pizza narc gets mm-hmm. the, the girl. pizza narc the mercenary in the shadow war to defend yes. fried chicken mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no like he's a uh, turncoat yeah what is uh but what is anchovy gonna how is anchovy gonna feel when a few days pass right and maybe maybe it's um Maybe she's just like, oh, putting her clothes away or something, unpacking a suitcase. Mm -hmm. What's this? Chicken feathers everywhere. (gasps) Oh, shit. Yeah, he's going to have to come clean and say, yeah, I also um, had sex with all of your coworkers. I I raped them. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have, you know what? They have this moment and that's all that matters. That's Mm. true. Yeah. Mm. Um, Is it time to rate this one? Hit it. Mm. I have a hard time with my own rating system at this point. Yeah. Um, because I've been giving out <laughs> a lot of twos and I feel mm. like the twos I've been giving out really represent a range of qualities. Mm. Um, but I've definitely have liked movies less than I liked this one. Um, and, but because of, uh, just some, some, some problematic things and mostly just if I'm being honest, um, my disappointment with Celeste. Uh, and her mm-hmm. um uh and those um those 30 second um bell pepper bell pepper scenes yeah um, i'm right. gonna have to go ahead and give this one two ferns because uh-huh. uh, the only really good thing is the skateboarding um one fern uh kind of liked the soundtrack didn't care for the rest <laughs> yeah it's pretty, pretty slick uh theme song mm-hmm. yeah um let's see i'll give this um uh, let's see if I can. No. Yeah, we really should have thought this through. We really um, should have thought this through. Do you want to take it again? I'll rate this um, two bad toppings. So, um, <laughs> fine distinction for your previous. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it um, two bad toppings um, broccoli, because I like broccoli, but come on, that's not what you want in your pizza. And um, um, salami, because that's not right. You want pepperoni, not salami. No, I, I, I talked myself out of this bit already. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Please delete Listen. all that. No, I'll give it a double pepperoni, <laughs> triple salami, hold the bell peppers, quadruple ferns, <laughs> double bell pepper, hold the bell pepper. Holds one fern, three ferns. Wow. Okay. I'll then I'll give this um, 
one pineapple. Okay. Oh dang! Is that good? Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a pineapple because of uh, Inspector Blackie. <laughs> okay, right. Man, you were really taken with that guy. Uh, thanks for uh, enduring this episode yet again with us. Um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, so we um, we don't have any way for you to uh, get in touch with us other than our Twitter at Dirty VHS, and we don't have any way for you to pay us other than uh, going to iTunes and giving us a rating. I honestly don't know if there's any value in that, if it matters, um, but it would help my ego. So go ahead and uh, write us a review, <laughs> and be sure to uh, tune in next week for yet another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. I've been Randy Chardonnay. I have been Monday Blackie. Doc Sounder. Uh, and remember, in the far future where there is only ferns, it's a deep dish world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Should I take it again? Should I just do it's a deep dish world, baby? <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. We'll keep both up. Yeah. All right, fine. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's what you get for trying. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>